Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. I want to welcome you back again to Church of God Sabbath Keeping Ministries. I'm so excited to be in the house today. I know that we usually say that, but this is my first time being back home with people in the building. The joy that's in my heart right now, just to see people in the building. Like I've been, I've been talking about uh, similar times when I've been able to give the word. I have to really shout out all the ministers and the preachers who were giving the word during the pandemic because sometimes it's a little bit hard when you, you know, you're preaching, you're trying to encourage, and there's nobody in the room. So just to have people to encourage you and to see faces smiling, giving God praise, it, it reignites a joy in me that, 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 you know, that there's something on the horizon that we're going to be able to come back and have communion together again. So I want to first give greetings to my pastor, Pastor Duff and his wife, Sister Anne, Pastor Brown and his wife, ministers, deacons, Satan Christ, I want to greet you in the holy and unmatched name of our Lord and Savior. Second but not least, I want to greet my wife at home who has allowed me to come and do the work of the Lord today. And I know most of you, the last time you saw me, you know that we were in this house together, together. I had just gotten married, no kids. Now I am popping in 2021 with two children. Two children. Give God praise for me and that. My grandfather joked to me, say, you know, it's time. I said, no, because we don't have that time. But I want to just greet my, my, my beautiful wife, man. She's so amazing. And I, and I really, if, if anybody who is in politics is here and is watching, women deserve full-time pay with benefits for that job. I had my daughter for maybe about two weeks or so since my, my wife has given birth to our son, Ezra. And it is a lot. I didn't know how much it was to watch a child for a whole day. The only breaks you get are when they are sleeping, and that's the time you want to sleep as well. So I really want to shout out the mothers in the house, those who have been tasked with giving birth and, and, and being a mother. That is not easy. So shout out to you today. But again, I just want to really shout out my wife. I love you, Cigarette. You are an amazing wife. You are an amazing woman of God that who, who always encourages me and pushes me. An amazing mother. So I just want to shout her out and make sure she knows that I love her. And as well, my mother as well. Um, she's been there at the house being an amazing grandmother. So shout out to grandmothers as well. You guys are like the backbone of what we are doing in our family. So shout you guys as well. Let's get to the word. Let us get to the word. If you know me, I'm super excited. And sometimes I rock when I get excited. I'm not going to do that today. I just want to do the Lord's work today. Get this word out. And go home so that we can be blessed for the week. Let's go to Genesis 32. And we're going to read from verses 24 to 31. Genesis 32, 24 to 31. And it says this. Then Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now when he saw that he did not prevail against him. He touched the socket of his hip. And the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? He said, Jacob. And he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have struggled with God and with man and have prevailed. 
Then Jacob asked, saying, Tell me your name, I pray. And he said, Why is it that you ask about my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I've seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. One more verse. Just as he crossed over, Peniel the sun rose on him, and he limped on his hip. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father in heart and heaven, holy is your name. Lord God, as we are coming into your house to receive a word, my my one request is that you put the word forward through me, but you allow it to fall on good ground and open hearts. We know that there are so many different distractions that are in the world right now considering the pandemic, life, finances, marriages, all the sorts, God. But we beg and ask you that those who are in the house, those who are at home online, receive the word with open hearts. And everything that is said and is coming from you falls on good ground. We thank you for this opportunity again to worship in your house. As we say thanks in Jesus' name, amen. I want to speak to you today on a topic entitled, I am determined. I am determined. We're in the weirdest time in my lifetime ever. It's just, it's just weird all around. Just when you look out into the world, that everything just seems so different than it was. Different than it was in 2019. It's so weird that it's like every single person you speak to and have a conversation with, they're talking about, I wish we could go back. I wish things were like they, were, they used to be. Man, I remember when I used to. And these are just little things like going out, going to barbecues. Even for me, like saying that my mother has seen my, my children a handful of times, that's weird. Your own, your own family, even when we're coming to greet people that we love, and this is a very loving church, those who, are, who don't know, even to, to, to come give a hug, it feels weird. You're not sure if you should do that. I saw somebody yesterday, um, me and my family went out to uh, a park, not a park, uh, a farm, I'm not even sure what it, what it is, but to see animals and, and apple picking, and I saw somebody I know, and they were so excited to see me, but when I, when I, when I went to them, there was this kind of hesitation to like, like, do I hail you? Do I greet you? Like, do I give you an arm bar? Right? But it was so long since they've seen me. Since my wedding, they've seen me. But it's just such a weird time. It's, it's, even, it's even different now for the church because right now, Christians around the world are either getting deeper in God or moving farther away from Him. It's weird. It's different. It's not like it used to be. We can't be in routine anymore. But scarier than the fact that this is so weird is the emotional, mental battle that every single person is going through right now. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are, what you're doing, the amount of finances you have. Everybody is going through their own mental battle. And in different, in different sequences, in different places, is people are giving up around the world in so many different ways. There was a girl that I went to school with, and I was online, and I just seen R.I.P., 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 and I'm like, like what, what's this? What, what's happening? And, and not to put out people's business, but she had taken her life away in the middle of the pandemic. And I don't know where her, her health reasons are, whatever it is. There's so many different eras. There may be mental battles. But suicide has been taking lives through the pandemic more than if they, there wasn't a pandemic. Because we all have our mental struggles and our mental battles. 
but people have been taking their life because the pandemic has been so much. We don't have the support systems that we used to. We don't have the church that we used to. Because we can't come there. Now, the only encouragement we, we have is the ones online. And sometimes those are not even enough because it's like you're watching TV. It doesn't seem as real as it used to be. You're working from home. So maybe the, the co-workers that you used to joke with, you don't get those jokes anymore. So people are giving up around the world, taking their lives. Not only that, people are giving up on the faith. I've seen people go from scriptures, posting scriptures, encouraging scriptures, to sage and stones. Do, do you know what sage and stones are? Sages is, is that little like bush and they burn it on fire and it's supposed to be like giving you good vibes or something like that. And stones to, to make you feel happy. I'm, I'm, not sh- I'm not sure what it is. But I'm seeing people who have pronounced themselves and, and put out publicly that I am a Christian. Having the second year of the pandemic turned to sage and stones. And, and, and I'm not even trying to get political on what I'm about to say next. But I, I've had, and this is not, this is not a, a position on where you should be with vaccines versus non-vaccines. But I've had, I've had friends of mine, male friends who are so adamant, I'm not taking the vaccine, I'm not doing that. As soon as they take in the gym from them. I had to, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, man. Strong stance. I'm not, I'm not taking the vaccine. They're not going to jab me. The government's going to get me. But they pulled your livelihood away. Nah, I had to. I couldn't, man. Nah, I couldn't. I could. There's no way I can't go without the gym, man. I need the gym. Man, I need the clubs. No, I can't. I, I, my, I, the nightlife. The nightlife is for me. I had, I had a friend just talk to me, man. I can't go to clubs if I don't get my vaccine. Like, what am I going to do with myself? I don't, I don't go to clubs. I don't know. I can stay home. I'm not sure. But everybody around the world is giving up somewhere. Struggling with something, but giving up somewhere. But does, how, does, how does that relate to like, like, yes, we understand that there are hard times, Kelton, but what is required from us? And I want to present to you determination. Determination. I love the word determination, but for those of us who grew up in church, the first thing that comes to mind, and I want, I want, to, I want to just put this forward first, is that I, I grew up in the church, um, old school church, a lot of those who, who know, know me, Remnant is the church I grew up. And one of the, the, the highlighted songs that comes from Remnant Tabernacle Church of God is, I am determined. I am determined. And, and if you don't know the song, maybe you may know the movements. Because sometimes, sometimes it, it, it comes in church and it's like, I'd be, I'd be sitting down and I know it's serious. Right? When, when, when they're trying to tap into something else, when you see that little rock like this, I am determined to hold out. Hold out. When I was young, I, I knew that it, uh, uh, for me, it, it was like that song that you want to ignite the church. If you wanted to set the church on fire, just slowly start, I am determined. That 
that's how you set it on fire. But I, did, I didn't know the depth of what determination meant or, 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 or how much it was required to our faith until this pandemic popped and dropped onto us. I am determined. Why is determination necessary? Why is it something that we haven't even tapped into yet or unlocked? Is there a confusion about what determination looks like? I think even a great biblical example is Jacob. Jacob is, is, is one of the best examples of what determination looks like. You can have any views about Jacob that you want, deceiver, whatever it is. But Jacob was a determined man. From his birth. I don't know how, how, how determined a, a, a baby has to be. From his birth, he determined that I need to be the one out first. So the little, even, even as a baby coming out as a twin, had tried to hold on to his brother's leg because he was determined to be out first. Jacob so determined that even though he got Leah first, having worked seven years, you know, the deceiver got deceived. Having worked seven years, how many men, if they were promised one woman, got another, after working seven years, mind you, it's, it's not like how we are today where you get to see them and go out and date and, and have all the fun that you want. No, you're working as a worker. You may CC and no touch. No dating, no KKK, and this is working. Seven years. Come to find out that you got the wrong sister. Then to work another seven years to get the one that you initially wanted. That's determination. That's, that's determination. Come now to the wrestling of the angel. And I, wa I, wa I, wa I want you to even look at Jacob and, 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 and the determination on him. A lot of us, if we lose things or get hit in certain places that require determination, we give up. Jacob's hip was put out of place. For those who know how wrestling works, you, you're going to need that hip if you want to kind of bear down and get ready to fight. But due to his determination, Jacob said within himself that, I will not let you go until you bless me. Some of us, if our mobility is challenged in anything, we're giving up. Because it bears a question, are, are, were we really determined in the first place? Or was it, it, was, it was a kind of like, mm, yeah, it's okay, like, maybe. But Jacob from birth had determined within himself that I'm not letting you go until you bless me. Worse than that, a lot of us think that even if we get through the point that our determination is required and come out on the other end, that you'll come together in one piece. Jacob's determination showed us that he came out blessed, but with a limp. The reason why I pushed it back to that, that next verse, because a lot of times we feel that just because we were determined 
And it's just because we made it through in that area that it was difficult. And I, and I just want to put this forward too. You can't be determined if you don't have options. Determination is in a place where you have options. So that means you could give up. You could go this way. You could go that way. But you decide to stay straight and focus where you want to go. You can't be determined if you only have one route. There's no options. You have to go that way. But I want to show you that Jacob's hip was put out of place even though he got blessed. We're going to get into the word today. We're going to get into the word. So the question is, Brother Kelton, how do you tap into determination? How do you tap in? And mind you, everything I'm saying, and I'm going to say this once so that you, you don't think that I'm talking about, about um, um, self-help. Your determination is nothing without faith. Write that down first. Your determination is nothing without faith. But the first thing that I want you to write down, and this is the kind of sermon that it is, that's what I believe. I, I, I think that sermons are nothing without application. You have to be able to apply it when you come out. If not, you're just getting excited. But I want you to write this down, and this is for those at home. And I'm going to say this before I say the first point. I don't care where you are. You could have just come out of the bed of fornication. You could be in a crack house right now. And I'm saying this before I give you this first point. You could, you could have just committed murder. It doesn't matter what you have done. And this is the first point. And I want you to write this down. And I want you also to say this to yourself, to your neighbor. I have a chance. I'm not sure if a, a, a preacher has ever said this to you because a lot of times we live our life as if we don't have a chance to make it to the kingdom of heaven. Write this down. I have a chance. That one there is so strong. I want you to say this to your neighbor. I know you're in your mask, but point to them. And I know pointing is rude. Point to your kids. Tell them you have a chance. The reason being is a lot of us live our life as if we don't have a chance to make it to the kingdom of heaven. We live it as though there is a low probability of, of us making it. Not as if we have a chance. Chance means that you have an opportunity to make it in. A lot of us coming to church come out of routine. A lot of people have given up because they're not sure if they had a chance. We're going to go to John 3 verse 17. And this is a well-known verse, but I want people at home who are around globally who are watching this. Because if you do not understand that you have an opportunity to make it in, how is it going to serve your de determination once you make that choice? You can have a goal and set out to it, but if you don't believe that you're going to be able to attain that thing, how are you going to stay on that straight path? The word of God said this, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You have a chance. A lot of people are giving up globally everywhere through suicide, through walking away from God because they don't believe they have a chance. John 3.17 says God didn't come to condemn you. He didn't come here so that you can go to hell. 
Like, you, do you believe that God doesn't have better things to do to, than create a world just to send you in hell? You have an opportunity to make it into the kingdom of heaven. And that sits on you. You have a chance. But it's all depending on your choice. So those who are watching me, if you, you've just come out of the bed of fornication, if you are a homosexual, and you're looking at this like, man, I know how these preachers stay. I'm telling you, you have a chance. Whatever circumstance you are, whatever thing you're thinking in your mind, you have a chance to make into the kingdom of heaven. Man, it's dependent on your choice today. If you want to make it to the kingdom of heaven, you have to be determined to make that choice. Hold it in your heart that you have a chance. Because if you don't, it's, it's not going to be worth it. It's going to be harder. Once you, if you've decided, so you know, I'm going to get baptized just because, you know, the emotions and things that are going around and my friends are doing it and my family's been Christian for a long time and all this and that. How long do you think that's going to serve your determination? It's, you're not even going to be determined at that point. You're just going to be there. Right? Getting into routine, going in and out of places. But now when uh, something like the pandemic comes and shows that you can't just be routine about your faith, you're going to walk away. You're going to walk away. So if you don't hear anything, if, you, if you're like, you know what, church is not for me and I'm bored after this, those who are at home, those who are in the house, if you do not hear anything else from me for the rest of this day, hold this tried and true that you have a chance. Not a low probability, not a high probability, but you have a chance. And it's dependent on you. Next thing I want you to write down, and this is the next point, is that we've, we've got what determination is kind of confused. We've got it messed up. And I know that because I look online and everybody's just pushing different things here and there. So what I want you to write down is that you need less motivation and more determination. And a lot of, a lot of you may not know where I'm going with this, but I'm going to explain. I'm going to break down what these, this thing is. And, and, and also it, it, it compiles with what encouragement is. Because these are, these, are, these are things that help you when you've determined that you want to get to a place, say the kingdom of heaven. But motivation is not the thing that, that you should be holding on to. Motivation is emotional. Your determination can't be bent and focused on your emotion. Because there are days that you will feel bad. There are days that you will feel angry. There are days that you will feel bad. It's the reason why when you, you ever see on YouTube or, or social media, anytime you see a motivational video, it has a lot of scenes that are going to trigger things in your mind. It has music that, that gets you excited. Doom, doom. And it's like you're in a movie. And, and, and like you can see something like, yeah, like, yeah, I can do this. For me, unfortunately, it, it, it's, it's the gym every single end of the year. I don't know how YouTube finds this for me or social media finds it. At the end of the year, every single time, without fail, some kind of motivation to get me to go start working out. And just like clockwork, December, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm watching all these videos, getting excited. I'm like, yes, I'm going to do this. February, we're back to the couch. 
Because I wasn't about it. I was just excited about those videos. I was excited about the opportunity of being muscular. I, was, I didn't really want it, though. We need less motivation and more determination. Motivation is the thing that breathes life into the vision and the thing that you want. You can come to church for that one time, get motivated to give your life to God, but it's not going to hold you through. Next, you're going to have encouragement. Encouragement is the thing that fuels it. So you've already determined within your heart that, yes, I want to get to this place. Yes, I want to get to this goal. So you got inspired, you got motivated, like, yeah, I'm going to get to the gym. And this is, this is how it should be. I'm going to get to the gym, I'm motivated, I'm ready to go. Then something encourages you, but I still determine within my heart that I place. But the determination is the thing that comes to the end. It's not the thing that, 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 that determination is the thing at the end. Motivation is the thing that shouldn't hold you for the time. It breathes life into your goal. It breathes life into the vision. The encouragement fuels it. But the determination is the thing that holds through the test of time. Because it's not dependent on your emotions. You can be sad and determined. You can be angry and determined. You can be hurt and determined. Jacob was in the midst of wrestling for his blessing. He got his hip put out of joint. Hurt but determined. Man, it's the difference. And I, and I hate to do this. I know, I know. Because I'm a millennial. But it's the difference between sometimes the older school and us because we can't be heard and determined, millennials. We can't. Because our emotions are in a certain way. And if I'm, if I'm feeling a way, I got I to gotta go with that motion. I got to go with that emotion. A lot of times I, I, I feel if we even did a scenario with, with old school people, if there was a fire and, the, and, and an old school, them from the old school church were like, you know, we have to go through the fire. They're just going to run a hold out, run through the fire. But us millennials, we, we, because we're so intellectual and so smart, man, I, I've got to use my mind. I don't need to use determination. I got smarts. We'll stand back and look at the fire like, when is the fire department coming? Is there a way around this fire? Why should I use determination? Why should I have to struggle when I'm smart? I have access to everything online. Why do I need determination? It's because determination holds the test of time. Once you have decided, you can go through anything once you have decided that I am going to be determined to make it to the kingdom of heaven. Because I've made that choice within myself. I will make it in. And that's the opportunity that you have because John 3.17 said he didn't come to condemn any of you. Not one of us, is, he's come to condemn but through him, we have an opportunity to be saved. But we struggle with the need to be motivated, to be emotionally stirred every time. If your emotions are not high, you don't feel like God's moving. If your emotions are not high, you don't have an opportunity at the kingdom of heaven. If I'm not happy, I can't operate in the ministry that I'm called to. See, even with my marriage, I need determination. You've got to be determined, determined, determined in a lot of things in your life. 
I've been living in the middle of pandemic with one person day in and day out working from home. If you know me, I like my space. I like, I like being to myself sometimes. So there's no break when I get to go to work. There's no drying or anything where you have privacy. Just the person there in your face all the time. Now I have my daughter in my face all the time. Just baby talking in my face. And it's the reason why I, I even when I started this, I talked about how great mothers are. You should see my wife. My, my daughter is on my wife like no business. No breaks. She, my, my, my wife's trying to cook. Nyla's trying to run around the kitchen to get to her. My wife's sitting down. Nyla's trying to get on the couch to get to her. No breaks. But through that all, patient. Because Sigrid had determined in her heart that she's her mother. I need to be patient with her. I need to love her. I need to show. These are things that you have to decide. And it's the same thing with your faith walk. No matter what decision you make, you have to make that decision. And a lot of us make them because, you know, we're not feeling it. Or we don't think we have an opportunity to make it in. You require determination to make it in. Not to be motivated. Not to be stirred emotionally. To be determined. Your favorite online pastor is not going to do that for you. That's the choice that you have to make today. To be determined. We're going to go to the text and go, it's going to go Hebrews 11, verse 7 to 13. Hebrews 11 from verse 7 to 13. And I just want, I just want to read this to you just to kind of show you some things that are, are happening here. It says, by faith, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, Noah moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he, which he would receive as an, as an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised in speaking about God. Next verse. We're going to 13 with this one. Next verse. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. And I want you, this is the key verse. Key verse here. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Just hold this verse. I want, I want you to keep it up for me. AV team, please. The, the, the word of God said that these all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off. 
Determination is, is required in things that you may not see. Think about this. We're, in, we're in, in church right now. Speaking about attaining a kingdom of God that we haven't seen. Of a Jesus Christ that we haven't seen. Of a faith that you have to hold on to and be determined in. Because if you don't, you're going to result to becoming like those people that start to use the sage and stones. Because they're like, God, I haven't seen you in the flesh. My church hasn't performed miracles. That sage is starting to look real good right now. Burn the sage just to get their joy right. Getting all these different colorful stones. Your determination serves your faith because when you believe in something and you're trusting in God that God, I can't see you. I haven't touched you. Some of us haven't heard God, but I believe that I believe in your promise. And I will hold out to the end. Your determination is required to make it into the kingdom of heaven. We're going to be coming down. I'm not going to be here very long, but I want you to write this, this next point down. And this, is, this may be the single most important thing that you hear today, if you continue to hear, continue to stay online. But I want you to write this down. <clears throat> Finishing is a choice. Finishing is a choice. A lot of us haven't decided to finish. There is nowhere in the Bible that it says that this race and this walk with God was going to be easy. There is nowhere in this Bible where God says, I'm going to hand everything to you. That's the reason why I have some problems. If you know me in some conversations we've had, that's my, my problem with some of these. these I'm going you know, to go out and say that these false prophets promising people all these sorts of things that are not going to come to pass just to make them feel good temporarily. The Bible even talks up that you, you'll be put up for my name's sake. They will hate you for my name's sake just because you know him, just because you call his name. I have, I have had people challenge my very faith just because they're saying, I, I can't see you. Show me something. Show me a miracle then. Show me something that shows that your God is real. Finishing is a choice. Whether you make it today, whether you make it tomorrow, whether you make it five years from now, you have to decide to finish. Because you can, you can finish in so many different ways. And I'm not encouraging anybody to do anything. But suicide is a decision that people made. And I want to pray for those. This, I'm, I'm not advocating for anything. Or downplaying anything. Or pushing against anything. But it's a decision that people made. Marriage is a decision that I made. My choice is to finish it. Whether cigarette gets on my nerves... Whether she doesn't, whether she gets hurt, right? We, I spoke those vows for better or for worse. Finishing is a choice. When we, 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 when we had our children, these are human lives 
that we're going to have to be responsible for. Upon having these children, my decision now has been to be their father and to be a mentor, a teacher for as long as they need me. Until they're out of my house. That means financially, mentally, emotionally. And that's the decision that I have to make every single day. I'm going, to be, I'm going to give you a very candid moment. This just came to me right now. My daughter, Nyla, she's, I don't, I'm not sure what's going on, but my daughter bit me in my arm. I wanted to scream. My first initial reaction was to kind of fling her off. But I had to kind of brace the pain, slowly take her mouth off of my arm, and not scare her. If I showed you my arm, there is a bite blood mark right now of my arm from Nyla. And I, I like tears in my eyes. I'm looking at Sarah and I'm like, this little girl just bit me. But I made the choice to be her father. Even in the situations that hurt. Even the situations like, like you don't know not to bite me. I'm your father. Like, I, I feed you. I bathe you. I hug you. Like, where are you using getting these teeth on me? But I've made the decision to be her father. That's a choice. And I have to decide to finish it out. Even in the places that hurt the most. Let's go to the word right now. Romans 8 verse 35 to 39. Romans 8 from verses 35 to 39. Remember, finishing is a choice. I want to encourage somebody. You don't need to be fast. You don't need to be strong. You don't need to be intelligent. To decide to finish. You just have to want to finish. You just have to want something. You've got to decide that I am going to finish. And this is the text word. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Faith is required in determination. Faith is required in determination. God already loves you enough to give you his son. So you have to decide within yourself that God, I'm going to love you enough to not separate. I'm going to be so determined in you that it doesn't matter what happens. I'm going to finish thing out, this thing out. So the question asks, what is going to separate you? Remember I said in the beginning that people have either gotten deeper in the Lord or, or walked away. They went from sage, burning the sage and, and doing their hmm and different kind of sounds. I don't know what it is. And stones. But the question says, what shall separate you from God? Shall tribulation? Man, some of, some of you are in tri- some trials right now. Some of you are at home and you are dealing with some tribulation right now. Have you determined within yourself enough that tribulations are not going to stop you from making it to the kingdom? Or distress? I don't know about you, but this at-home thing and them taking away everything is stressing me out. Not being able to see family and friends, not being able to come to our church, that's stressing me out. Is that going to separate me from God? Are you determined enough to get through the stress and not allow it to kill your faith and belief in the God who sent his son to die for you? Or persecution. Man, some of us are being persecuted for the things we believe right now. Is persecution 
See, a lot of times we talk and as act, I don't know if it's culturally, but we act like words don't hurt. Words hurt. Words are vicious. Especially when they come from the people that you love. The people that you think are, are friends and people that are around you. You think words hurt. And sometimes the persecution comes through the mouth. When they keep coming after you and coming after you. Some of us, we have jobs and we're so focused on the job. All we want to do is go in and work. But the people that, that, that don't believe or align with our beliefs persecute us daily verbally. Try to find something against us. Will persecution separate you from being determined to make it into the kingdom of heaven? Will famine? Man, I don't know about you. I'm going to be very, I'm going to be very honest. This is the most financially trying time ever. I did not know, and I want to give kudos to those, to the men whose wife have gone on maternity leave and have more than one child. We've had to, we've had to take out so many different things. Pleasure is not a thing in this house. Everything, everything we do has a budget. Budget here, budget there. I was, man, when I, when I, when I got married, I'm like, yes, fun. And then you find out that there's bills and more bills and mortgage and diapers, money, 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 wives, food. My daughter eats like my wife. And if you know how my wife eats, every single time, Nyla needs some kind of different food. And sometimes she doesn't want this. It is expensive. And this, I'm not trying to scare anybody online, but if you are not ready for marriage and kids, take your time. Because it is expensive. But will famine separate you? There are some times where you're going to have to live with corned beef and rice or hot dog and rice or whatever it is that you feel is, is, is poor people food. Man, God, I thought you were supposed to provide for me. God, where's your provision? And even worse, within millennials, we go online and we see all these different dishes. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I'm always liking different food stuff. I don't even know why I do this to myself. Just go in and watch the foods and they just make it look so good. Even pork that I don't eat. Sometimes I'm seeing, I'm like, I'm like that looks so good. Shrimp I don't eat looks so good. I don't know how they do it. But you go online and this food looks so good. Will famine separate you? And I, and I say this just because... I know culturally Jamaicans, we love food. There's going to be a time where we won't be able to get food. Is that going to separate you from being determined to make it to the kingdom of heaven? Or nakedness. I'm going to, I'm going to put this to saying that you have no money on your back. Like you have no finances at all. Now I'm not going to say actually naked, but you have nothing in your pocket. Some of us, the easiest way to separate us from God is hit our money. Your only prayers through the week and on a daily basis or God, please get this bill paid. Like God works for you. God, I need a, I need a bi-weekly check from you. Will nakedness, will your finances separate you from the love of God? Are you determined to make it even if you're broke? That's, that's a tough pill for some of us to swallow because money is everything. And even when we start to look around people, like some people are getting blessed and you're not. Some people are buying houses and you're not. Some people are having kids. Some people are having this, doing this, going around, traveling. 
It's a tough pill to swallow because financially I can't make it. Will that separate you from God? Or are you determined enough to break through that? Or peril? The reason why I'm going on, on, on all this because I, I think it's important for us to know. The times when you feel scared. The pandemic is scary. Going around not knowing. It, this is an invisible monster that you cannot see. So everywhere you go, you're not sure. Like, can I? Can I? Should I? Every time I step out of my house to go do groceries, I'm thinking, man, should I? Do I really need this right now? Because every single time we go out, there's an opportunity to catch COVID. Or peril or sword. We're going to go to the next verse. 36, verse 36. As it is written, for your sake, we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Next verse. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. So this is, this is what determination looks like. You being a conqueror of the things that are, you're battling with and struggling with. That you are more than conquerors through him who loved you. Because you were determined. Even though you had options. Even though it looked like, man, I, I don't know if I should struggle through this fire. You were determined. And this is, this is, this is where I, where, what I love the most. And this is something that we need to really take in. For I am persuaded that neither death, hear this, death. How determined do you have to be for your soul to cry out from the grave? Your face be so strong that it's crying out to God from the grave. Because you are so determined. That your very bones shake within the ground when the trumpet of God sounds. For I'm persuaded that neither death, not even death is going to separate me. That's how determined I am. Nor angels. Nor principalities. Hear this. Nor powers. Nor things present. That means what, what we're seeing right now. When you, when you are determined in something. Not even the things that you're seeing right now. That means the pandemic. Nor things to come. That means it doesn't matter what's coming. When you're determined, you have made the decision within your heart, no matter what comes. I am going to be determined to hold out to the end. We're going to go to the last verse here. Nor height. If you know me, scared of heights. It's going to separate me. Nor depth. Nor any other thing created, created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That's the type of determination you need. It doesn't matter what it looks like. And, and mind you, that this has nothing about, you, you don't have to be tall, you don't got to be fast, you don't got to be strong. You just have to make the decision that I'm going to be determined regardless of what comes. I will be determined. Not motivated, not emotion, not because I'm, I'm happy I'm determined. 
Not because I'm high energy. You know, I feel excited. I'm determined. Not because my pastor just preached a good word. I'm determined. But because you have made the decision to finish this thing out. I made the decision, God. I'm making it in. I'm declaring this right now. I want you to see this on the TV. Whoever you are. Whatever you have against me. Devil, you hearing me, no matter what it is, I'm making it into the kingdom of heaven. That's something you might have to go into the, to the mirror at home and look at yourself, because it's going to serve your determination. You, you, if you believe in God, you have an opportunity. You need to look in the mirror. I'm making it in. I am making it in. So that means that if, if all these things that come that could break you, should break you, and don't because you've made the decision to see it through. Yes. You won that battle of determination. That's how you tap in. Amen. That's how you tap into your determination. Making that decision that it doesn't matter. Come what may. I am determined to hold out to the end. We're going to be coming down. We're going to go to 2 Timothy 4 verse 7. We're going to close this thing out. <clears throat> If you're watching online, if you, if you didn't get the heart of this message, there are people around the world that have been giving up, left, right, and center, constantly giving up. This is a word to encourage you to hold on to God. This is encouragement. This is not rebuke. I'm not, I'm not trying to challenge you. I know, I know my usual style. I, I want to challenge you. It could, if you feel challenged, good. If you feel encouraged, good. If you feel disrespected, even better. Sometimes people move with more, more fire when they feel disrespected. But I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging you to hold on. Finish this thing. Make this decision that you, no matter what comes, no matter what sins you may fall in, get right back up again. No matter if you're in a sin right now, get back up again. No matter if you're struggling, get back up again. You're finishing this thing. Decide it. You're going to finish this thing. You're going to make it. Be determined to make it in. 2 Timothy 4 verse 7. And this is something that at the end, at the end of it, this is what, I, this is what I, I, I want to just, I want to say this. And this is, this is the mindset that you've got to have that no matter comes what may. Listen to this. This Apostle Paul said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I'm going to highlight keen on finished. 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 You have to finish. Broken hip. Limping in. Genesis said that after it, the reason why I read verse 13, it talked about Jacob or now Israel limping and he had that limp for the rest of his time but whether it's limp whether it's foot cut off arm cut off out of your mind in the right mind hungry naked broke finish 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 this race that is the only thing that you have to do. You don't have to be strong. You don't have to have more biblical knowledge. Heaven is not only for the pastors and the ministers, the people who read the most. I know a lot of us have this, this notion. You have an opportunity to make it in the kingdom. 
But what you have to do today is make that decision. Make that choice. And finish the race. If you're at home right now, we're coming to a close. If you're at home right now and there's something that you're struggling with, my plea is that you just put it aside. Even if you're out in the house, put it aside. It, doesn't, it really doesn't matter. If, it, if it's holding you back from finishing the race, that's the only thing that you need to get rid of. If you're struggling, I don't, I don't care what it is. You name it. You at home. You in the house. You don't have to say it out verbally. Name it in your heart the thing you're struggling with. The thing that you believe is holding you back from making it in. God does not care. He loved you enough to send his son. And I'll tell you this. I just, I just, Ezra's only two, two weeks old. There is nothing I would give up, I, I would give up for Ezra. I love my son that much. He's only two weeks old. All he does is poop, right? Like poop and eat. That's all he does. And this, is the, this kid is the greatest thing to me. So imagine that now, that Jesus was able to give his son the word even said that he delivered him up. That means that he set things in order to make sure that his son was in the place to be crucified. He did that for you. And if you believe that God only did that so that you can, you know, be forgiven for lying, you're sadly mistaken. Lying and, and stealing are not the only sins that, that, that will get God's forgiveness. So whatever place you're in right now that doesn't seem ideal to make it to the kingdom, doesn't seem ideal for a Christian walk, you have a chance to make it to the kingdom. Just as you see, just as you see this person up here preaching, you have the same opportunity to make it to the kingdom of heaven. Just like as I decided. You saw me maybe 10 minutes ago decide that I'm making it in. You have that same opportunity today to make it to the kingdom of heaven based on the decision and the choice that you make. We bow our heads in prayer. We're just going to go into prayer. Oh, Father in art in heaven, holy is your name. Lord God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for this word. You know that there are people around the world that are giving up. There's things that they're struggling with. Fornication, adultery, homosexuality, drug abuse. So many different things that they are struggling with today, Lord God. But we beg and ask you wherever they are, even in the house, ministers, preachers, members, children alike. We beg and ask you to strengthen their determination. Let them even this day make the choice to give their lives to you. So that regardless of what comes, whether it be pandemic, whether it be financial loss, they are so determined within their heart to make it in that that won't break them. I beg and ask you, those who are in the house, who are at home, who are feeling discouraged, they're on their last legs. I beg and ask you to allow this word to encourage them to not give up. Amen. To allow them to believe that they have an opportunity. Allow them to believe that they have a chance to make it in. God, a lot of people don't walk and live as if they have an opportunity. They're living their life as if they're already in hell or going to hell. Change their mind. Their needs are renewing in their mind right now, Lord God. And this is the time and the place. Give them strength. Give them understanding. 
If they're in the place where they need to be taught, get them into the place where teaching needs to be done. Because your people are here to have an opportunity to make it into the kingdom. And we know you've provided it for them. We thank you again for, even if this is a rebuke for some, that we take it in open arms into our heart. Changing our very ways, Lord God. Because we must be determined to make it into the kingdom of heaven. Lord, even the people who are, who are hurting right now are not too sure and they just don't want to listen. If there's an avenue for them to get this word, let them receive it, God. Because determination will carry them through. Father God, we thank you for your son. That we didn't deserve what you freely gave. For without that sacrifice, oh God, we would not have this opportunity. We thank you for your love. We thank you for even this house that we're able to come into, Lord God, to worship and to hear a word from you. We thank you for the leaders of this house. We beg and ask you to encourage them. The members who came, the people at home even, Lord God, who are feeling discouraged. The people in the house who decide they want to come in today, even in the middle of a pandemic. We thank you for them. If there's anything, Lord God, that I have failed to ask due to, to mindset or anything like that, we beg and ask you to fail into grant as we say thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to thank you for tuning in today for this word. We hope that you were blessed. And now we have uh, Minister Hall, I think, after teaching. So be blessed. Thank you. Keep me in prayer in Jesus' name.